Every time I walk away from these uh, Jim Craig meetings, it changes. And even my people at work, even my family members at home, feel me changing. Welcome, everyone, to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. I'm your host, Sam Dark, and here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the special edition of the Driving Vision Future of Zag Today podcast. And today we have a bunch of special guests who attended a recent Jib Craig training session, the topic of which was time and energy management. So with us today, Mr. James King, who conducted the session. James, welcome. Thanks for having me, Sam. Super pumped to have you. Ariya Daniels, who also attended. Welcome. Hello, hello. And Mr. Matt DeVicas, GM at Racine Honda, of course. Welcome back, Matt. Thanks, Sam. So Jim Craig always talks about the ripple in the pond and what impact and effect do we have on others in our leadership? And one of the ways we lean into that is by having these conversations after our session with Jim Craig so that others can learn and hear kind of what we took away. So with that, James King, let's start with you. What the heck was it like working with Jim Craig and his team preparing for the session? Yeah, Sam, it was thrilling. Spending time with Catherine and the rest of the team, you know, brainstorming, coming up with with amazing ideas was thrilling. It was uh, very informative because they shared a lot of valuable information with me. And overall, it was intense, I have to be honest. But I learned a lot and I actually grew during that process. Uh, I learned time and energy management during the process because I had to submit certain documentations on time to make the presentation what it was. So overall, it was thrilling and very informative. Yeah, growth comes as we exercise muscles, right? We put them under stress and strain. What was one thing you were asked to do during the prep session that stretched you a little bit, James? Revising my PowerPoint and correcting certain things that I thought were perfect. Yeah. And just working on those perfections, I think really made me second guess certain things. And I think that was the biggest stretch for me was working on what I thought was right and making it better. It was humbling. Isn't that great? By the way, we're in the car business for heaven's sakes. We don't know how to put PowerPoints together, but you learned that as a transferable skill, right? How cool is that, Araya? You had a comment? Yeah, I was just going to say, even during the session, you know, like you think like you're so prepared to go into these things and then there's things that come up that like you've got to pivot and now you've got to lead in a different way. And I think that's such an energy thing too. And you could see that transformation happening to you in the middle of that, James. So that was something I wanted to make definitely make note of. Oh, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, you know, so Jimmy points out things that we can work on, right? And one of the things he pointed out early with you, and I thought you did a great job of adapting to, what was one of the things you recall that he pointed out in the very beginning, James? My hands gestures, (laughs) my hand movements. (laughs) Yeah. And why does that matter in your job in leadership at the Ziegler Auto Group? What does that matter as a ripple? Yeah, it is imperative because it's part of explanations and it shows your client how passionate or your team members, how passionate you are about explaining whatever you're trying to explain to them. Yeah. But you got to regulate it and keep it, you know. You can't go crazy with it. It has to be appropriate. It has to be right. Yes. And it was fun to see your growth even in that short period of time. So Matt, what did it mean to you to participate in this Jim Craig session? This session is by invitation. You were invited. What does it mean to you to be invited? You know, it's very exciting because every time I walk away from a Jim Craig, this was my second one. And I always walk away and he has me thinking for weeks after that. 
and how I could change or why I did things a certain way and how without change, you don't bring change to your life. So you have to change something. Something has to shift. And every time I walk away from these uh, Jim Craig meetings, it, ju- it changes. Me. And even my people at work, even my family members at home feel me changing. Like, well, tell us about it. What happened? I tell them about it. And I'll tell you a story later, later about my son. But um, Well, that change is fun as a segue, Matt, because I'm in the back of the room watching everyone. And in my role, it's been very helpful to see those that lean into the change or those who say, you know what? I want nothing to do with it. And they'll fold their arms. They'll close themselves off. And you can see the you can see the body language. And what is it about change that people can ask us to be in the room? They can expose us to ideas. But Matt, ultimately, it's up to us as individuals to accept that invitation and be open to it. So we have freedom of choice till the very end. And I saw you change. There was a moment where you got quiet and contemplative. Tell us about that. But we were talking about the moment when my when Kyle uh, challenged me. Yes. Yeah. So the first Jim Craig, we spoke about something that we want to, if we had an extra hour in our day, what would we do with it? And I, and I stated spending more time with my family at home and being a better father and a better husband. And my first week or so, I ran at it really hard and tried, and I did it. I thought I, thought I did a really, a really good job. But, you know, then reality pulls me back into work and I'm very competitive at work. And, you know, with these challenging times in front of us between the shortage the used car market, you know, I'm always on the go and changing things and shifting things and pivoting at work. And I lose focus of the people at home that really mean everything to me. So Kyle challenged me and he, he questioned me, he goes, I used, I, did you do what you said you were going to do? And I, and I answered honestly, there was no. And I was embarrassed to be honest with you, but uh, I made it a point to make it a routine with my eldest right now to be at the gym at least one day a week with him. And I told him it's mandatory on Sundays we're working out and we're going to try to squeeze in the second day as well. And we did it on Sunday and we took, I took a picture outside the uh, LA Fitness and my son was so happy to spend that hour and a half with me. And, it, you know, I realized again, they need me, you know, and. And um, we got to be there for them. What did it, what does it mean to you to spend that time with him on that Sunday when you took the picture? You know, I realized that how much I don't know him and how he's changed as an adult. He's 19 now and he's growing up and uh, he's, you know, he's different. He's not my little Thano anymore. Now he's this 19 year old man. He has so much more different qualities and different qualities and ideas. And, and when I start asking him the questions and start baiting him, it's um, it's amazing to hear him speak. And I'm like, who is this guy in front of you? Know? <laughs> and I'm like, man, I've been gotten this long. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Was it uncomfortable, that realization for you that I need to spend more time? I should be spending more time? Was that uncomfortable? It was, but it was reality. And, and yeah, I meant to send Kyle a diamond for that uh, and thank him because- Well, you can do it right now, by the way. I will. You know what? I am going to do it. You know, Kyle, I'm going to tell you, Kyle, on the podcast, thank you, my man. You really were a big impact, at least for my son and now the rest of the three that are waiting to... Now they're asking, Dad, when are we going to work out together? I'm like, soon. We're going to make things for everybody here, you know? But uh, thank you, Kyle. It meant a lot to me. I know. Did Kyle have the baby yet? Does anybody know? Yes. Congratulations, Kyle. You got two little ones now. And just believe in me, don't waste the time you have with your kids. What you showed me one day, uh, hopefully I can pass it along to you as well. Well, and Matt, thank you for showing us that path. It is difficult sometimes to hear things that we're weak at, right? Or weaknesses. It's even tougher to decide to take action on those and grow from them. And it's interesting, Matt, as you described that session with your son, there was probably some discomfort in making those realizations. A lot 
lot of people would run from that and say, you know what, I'm going to go back to work where I'm most comfortable doing what I'm most com- comfortable, where I'm in control, where I'm successful, where I get praise. And it's not easy to sit in that discomfort and grow, but you're growing. And it's probably true, don't you think, Matt, that you're better at work as a result of that time spent with your son? Absolutely. It, it, you know, when you have a solid foundation at home and you know everything is good at home, everything, I don't care what happens at work, you'll figure it out if the home, if the home life is good. So absolutely. And we've truly got to live that because we are better here when we're at our best there. And it's not one or the other. (laughs) You don't have to make a choice. We think you do. And that's the lie that is perpetuated out there. James, before we go to Araya, what was your biggest takeaway from this session with Jim Craig? Uh, My biggest takeaway uh, would be buy time. When Aaron Ziegler said, you know, buying time and doing different activities simultaneously, still effectively. But just that, that resonated with me very well because it's a good way to integrate certain processes that can optimize your results without wasting time. Aaron talked about don't be busy, be effective, be productive. And that was one of my biggest takeaways. Yeah, I love that, James. You know, Aaron even gives the example of his commute to and from work 25 minutes long. You know, a lot of people will veg out during that drive or get frustrated with traffic. He spends it on the phone every single time. Yes. And I've seen that. He'll leave. I'll be in the office and get a phone call. And it's like, wait, we were just together, right? But he's maximizing that time. And there are ways we all can maximize time. The podcast is one way. Araya, what's a way you maximize time or buy time back in your schedule? Man, you know what? And that's such a great, a great example is today, you know, driving back and forth. I go between Elkhart and Kalamazoo quite a bit. And so I've got an I've got an hour commute, right? So going up there, I'm making phone calls. I had a phone interview actually on my way back today. So that was something I had worked on. And then I realized that I wanted to tap back into an audiobook that I'm listening to right now. So, you know, and Aaron made that point and that was something that really stuck with me coming out of that workshop is, you know, yeah, I like to jam out every once in a while, but I really want to be able to maximize and utilize every minute of every hour of the day that I can to do something productive and being able to drive and commute, which is something that I have to do. But what I do with that time during then, like listening to an audiobook, something that's just going to, you know, take me to the next level. I'm always searching for ways like that. And that was something, another note from coming out of that workshop, we, we talked about having a curious mind always. And I love that if we could just all continue to be learners and just be open to just experience anything and everything that that someone has to say or offer, you never know what you're going to take for from those experiences. So I'm always I'm working and looking for ways to continue to do that. Like, what can I take from someone that has something to offer? Um, that I could, you know, instill into my life. That's a great takeaway. And in fact, our daily rankings now have next to the cheetah, three words, right? Uh, Curious mind, courage, and believe. Matt Tavikas, what's a way you've uh, expressed a curious mind since our last session? Let's see, a curious mind. I'm going to tell you, I don't think I've expressed a curious mind because everything we've talked about, you know, what Ryan just said about, you know, time, uh, the listening to podcasts on the way to work, something motivation, always listening to something different. Curious mind. I'm trying to figure I'll tell you one way I've been doing this. This whole crypto world got me all curious now. <laughs> Don't go too much down that rabbit hole. Don't go too much down that rabbit hole. But that's right. Like at our age, not saying we're older, but it seems like 
What is it about age where we start to assume we know everything and having a curious mind becomes more difficult? Because naturally, we have to make assumptions quickly about things in order to function in this world. And a superpower is say, wait, help me understand that a little bit better. So often we assume we have to know everything when part of leadership, part of growth, part of becoming better every day is to ask those tough tough, tough questions. So James, what advice would you give anyone wanting to attend a future Jim Craig leadership session, either can attend or conduct as you did? Oh yeah, sure. That's a great question, Sam. My take on that would be get ready, prepare. You have to prepare and be willing to learn and grow. Like Uriah initially alluded to the growth mentality. It's imperative to grow and have that mindset. It's actually one of the big five personality traits of leaders, you know, openness, agreeableness, conscientiousness, emotional stability, and extroversion. So openness is one of it, which means you're open to growth. So just being open to growing is the best way to deal with Jim because Jim is coming for you 100%. That's right. <laughs> he pushes us, right? I'm conducting a June 17th meeting. So thank you for all that information. That's right. Yeah. You are. You've been selected. Yeah, that's right. How long did you prepare for that, James? About two months. <laughs> hey, hey Matt, guess what? You're behind. <laughs> You're behind. I got it. You you are behind. So one of the things we said in the session was that energy, high energy is the currency of high performance. I believe that, right? So what are your routines that you implement every day to get started so that you're at your highest energy possible, starting with Matt? What, what's your routine in the morning? You know, my wife hates me for this, but you know, every morning I get up and I play something motivational in the shower. I have my something going on, whether it's a podcast I wanted to listen to, whether it's Sam on that Monday morning, or it's somebody. Future's act today, driving vision. That's it, that's it. But I always listen to something in the morning and she says, it's too loud, but I always get myself started with a positive uh, mental attitude by listening to anything motivational. Uh, I do start with prayer every morning as well. So, and then on the way to work, depending, uh, I might listen to another podcast. So, yeah. That's great. James, what's your routine? Yeah, my routine is I wake up at 530 in the morning. I meditate, grab a book and go straight to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And I spend about two hours in the gym. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're I my hero. Oh, I'm I'm uncomfortable now. Now I've now I've got to rethink my life. Okay, good, James. Yes, because <laughs> you know I have to do the cardio after the muscle workout. Of course, so. of course. But yeah, after two hours in the gym, run back home and get ready. So I love that. What a great routine. The meditation, the reading, and then the focus on yourself. So that And listen, James, I respect you for being high energy, being positive. I've never been around you when you haven't seen the bigger picture and really sought to deliver your best to every customer. So something is in your routine. The two hours, I don't know what I do for two hours without being exhausted. I'm tired just hearing it. I love it. <laughs> Araya, what's your routine? <laughs> yeah. You know, similar to Matt and James here and anyone that knows me personally, I I am a morning worker out or two. So it's immediately get out of bed. I grab my pre-workout and I have a home gym. So I'm getting it in at home. That just, there's something about releasing some of those endorphins in the mornings that just sets me up. Like I feel like I can't get the day started in the way that I want to if I haven't intentionally moved my body because it just so directly affects my mood and my energy and just the way that I look at things. So working out and then protein. And I have really in the last year dove 
a ton into affirmations and and devotions in the mornings. And I think that really just helps set the course of gratitude for my day. Why why gratitude, Araya? What does gratitude have to do with setting yourself up? Feeling thankful for where I'm at in whatever circumstance or day that it is, regardless of certain seasons of life or certain things that might be happening. No matter where you are, there's always something positive and grateful to look at. And I'm a huge believer in that, regardless of, of where you think you may are. Jim brought up in our workshop, you can either be the victim or the victor. And I'm always looking like, what what can I do to be the victor? And just gratitude is a way that I help express that, um, whether it's writing my gratitude journal or whatever it might be. So that's where I started. So now there are some among us that are listening to this and they're going, wait, I hear this workout thing every day. I'm going to give you some objections and I want you guys to tell me what your comeback is to those objections. Someone listening to the podcast may say, I don't have time for that. Like who has time for that? I'm so busy at work and family and all the other commitments I have. Who wants to take that one? I don't have time. You can always find time. You've got to make time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I believe uh, if if it's important to you, you'll find a way. And if not, you'll find an excuse. And you've probably got to schedule it. Fair. Especially in the beginning until it becomes a habit. 28 days to form Uh, a habit to break it. Right. All right. Here's here's another one. (laughs) This is my favorite. You know what? I'm going to start in two weeks because I've really got to prepare and I've got to go buy the right shoes and I've got to buy the right outfit and I've got to get the gym membership and I've got to go do all these things. What do you say to that? Procrastination is a killer. Procrastination is a killer right? And I thought it was interesting. Athletic mentors, when we were talking about the marathon, said everybody has to start where they are. Everybody as we sit here is at some place and you've got to start there. All right. As it relates to family relationships, Matt, as you describe your story, I've got older kids and sometimes there's pain there over the things that you haven't done, right? It's too frustrating to even start. What do you say to that, Matt? You know what? It's frustrating, but it's something that you have to do. I don't care how you feel personally, but having a relationship with your children is is very important. Uh, My father taught me one thing in life and uh, he taught me, you know, he taught me work ethic and he was always working seven days a week and I never saw my father, but he worked to support his family. But today it's hard for us to communicate. You know, we try, we, you know, we I go and visit, but we we don't have that connection that we should. He taught me a few lessons to that. One was work ethic, but the second one was find time for your family and build that relationship. You know, it's never too late. Both are things that we can schedule, right? Both are things we can bring and be part of our routine. Anybody else have a good objection to just doing it? You know what? I got to tell you, thank you all for being here so much. James, any final closing comments on what it was like to uh, engage and interact with Mr. Jimmy Craig on uh, your uh, leadership session? Yeah. um, Overall, it was a great experience, a learning experience. I encourage anyone that's interested to nominate themselves and step up. Like Jim always say, you ask to be empowered. So ask for empowerment because that's what we're all about in the Ziggler Automotive Group. We play offense, we don't play defense. I love it. You couldn't have said, I couldn't have said it better. James, Matt, Araya, thank you all for being here. Thank you for creating the ripple in the leadership pond. And you are the difference driving vision today. Thank you all. Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Sam. All right. Hey, Team Ziggler. It's Araya Daniels with the Auto Group. I'm sitting here with Anthony at Motorsports, one of our top service advisors from the month of April. Anthony, holla. How do you feel? Oh, feeling great. Awesome. So, Anthony... Tell me, what does it mean to you or how does it feel to be in the top five advisors in the auto group for the month of April? It's, it's actually really amazing. Um, it, it lets me know that the guys that are working with me 
are doing their part too. Yeah. Um, because it, it's a team effort. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because I don't really follow the numbers like that. I just know that when I see smiles, then something's going right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that speaks volumes because when I just approached Anthony about this, he's like, I did, I made it to the top five. And he hadn't even seen, he hadn't even seen that he had been in the top five yet. So that's awesome. And that obviously says a lot about you that you just caring so much about the team and the team effort and our customers to be able to, to put up numbers like these. So that is awesome. Tell me, Anthony, one thing, why you love working for Ziegler Auto Group. Um, well, the, one of the best things is that I get to stay dry. I used to work at a car wash, so, okay. my, <laughs> so my feet don't be wet. You know, I can wear a cool shirt. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Yeah, there you go. I love to dress nice, and then you know, um, I'm a salesman by heart. So, um, and I like taking care of people. Yeah. So the the best part of my day is when I get to walk it out and I get to see them ride it off yeah. and then come back down the street in front of us, you know, yeah, and, you know, and exactly. they're just so excited, you know, and they like, they come back to like, Hey, I just came by to say hi. Yeah. I'm like, okay. that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. So oh, yes. very fulfilling. Well, awesome. Congratulations. We are proud of you um, to be, to be in that top five for the Thank month you. of April, and we know you're going to crush it this month, okay? Thank you so much. All right, we'll it's see been you. A pleasure. All right, I'm here with Thomas Duke from Ziegler Ford Elkhart. And Thomas, I want to recognize you for being one of the top advisors for the month of April and really ask you, like, what did it take to get there? Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Basically, showing up to work every day, making sure you're there to take care of your customers, don't want to miss any time, anything like that. And then follow up is the most important thing. I would say we have that texting app now that makes it a lot easier to communicate with customers, keep them up to date. Most customers are learning from time and doing it that if you keep them updated, they're a lot more willing to uh, trust you with their vehicle, keep their vehicle there a longer period of time than you anticipated. Well, that's great advice. So let me ask you this. What advice would you give other advisors that are looking to be the best at the Ziegler Auto Group and really enhance what they do each and every day? Obviously, anybody that's a service advisor knows that we have a very, very difficult task out there. I just try to come in here with an upbeat attitude every single day. Obviously, there's going to be some things some days that are going to get you down. You just got to move on from that moment real quick. We're going to have all kinds of issues out there. It's chaotic at times. You just got to be able to understand that at the end of the day, as long as you did your best job for everybody out there that day, should be able to hang your hat there pretty good and believe in yourself. I mean, that's the main thing about it. I come in every day. I want to be in the top five all the time. This is my sixth year in a row that I've been in there. But basically, I just want to I just want to put up better numbers than everybody else and make sure that at the end of the day, achieving those high numbers, it didn't upset a lot of people in the process and I kept them updated coming back. All right. Well, thanks for the advice. Congratulations. We really appreciate it. Thank you. A big thanks to James King, Matt Tavikas, and Araya Daniels for contributing to this week's podcast. And a special thanks to you, our weekly listening audience, for making the Driving Vision podcast one of the top podcasts on Apple. Until next week, how are you driving vision today? <laughs>